This is Rabbi Kovacs. We are continuing in the Mishnah Yomi in the third parak of Orla. Uh, today is Baruch Hashem Hoshana Rabbah, a good kvittel for everyone. And these are the Mishnayot that are actually for Shmini Hagatzeret. Now in the previous year, we started the second parak, which again is a very chashuv parak in terms of kashrus, in terms of bittel. We discussed how Isurim might combine to be mevatel one another. And in Mishnah Base, we talked about where Orla and Truma could be combined with Hulin, and both of these Isurim will mevatel one another if you have the right amount of Hulin. Now, Mishnah Gimel is similar. Ha'orla ma'ala et ha'kilayim. Ve'hakilayim et ha'orla. So combined with Hulin, with regular, unsanctified, un- problematic produce, orla and kilayim might be mevatel one another. Veha orla et orla, and orla can be mevatel other orla. We're going to see this is a bit of a point of contention with that last issue. Ketzad, how does this work? Seya orla. One seya's worth of orla, shenaflo time. it falls into 200 seya of chulin. Ve'acharkach, and afterwards, nafla seya ve'od orla falls in a little tiny, a seya plus a tiny bit more of additional orla. So now what's going on is you have 200 seya hulin and 2.05 of orla. O seya ve'od shel kilai hakerem. Or it's a seya and a tiny shtickle more of kilai hakerem. We saw in the first Mishnah in this parak that orla and kilai hakerem have the same shear of bittel of 201. And they both have Malaya, they, they both are learned out from the Malaya twice in the Pasuk versus Malaya once by Truma, which is Batal in a hundred or a hundred and one. And the Mishnah concludes, Zohi, this case, Sha'orla Malaya to Kilayim, Kilayim at the Orla, the Orla at the Orla. These are cases where they can combine to be Mivatal one another. Now, this is not so Pasha. The way the Bartner explains this, he says, Love Matayim Dafka. He says, It's not really 200. If you mamish had 200 seya of regular old hulin and one seya of orla falls in, lo you wouldn't have to join it together with the other one. It's according to the Barton Nura, one seya of orla kilayakaram falls in 200. It's as if it's gone. It's buttle, and we look at this thing as being 201 seya of hulin. We look at it as if the orla is not there at all. So he brings a case where really it falls into 199, and it's like Rebbe Yehuda over in Trumot, where it could be mevatel, where Truma could be mevatel in 100.1, just anything a little over 100. So then, since you have 199 plus one, and then one and a little shtickle more falls in, so they are mitzarif, and you need seiruf to be mevatel one another. According to the Bartner, it's still Akasha when it says Orla and Orla, that Orla could be Mavatal and other Orla because that would be extremely difficult. So the Rambam learns this Mishnah quite differently, and it's actually a very Chashuv Limud regarding Kashras. The way the Rambam learns of this Mishnah is it's 200 Mamish. It's exactly 200. So if one say of Orla falls in 200, it should be Batal, right? That's true, but what if another say of Orla falls in? So now what you have in this mixture is two Seya of Orla and 200 of Hulin, so maybe it shouldn't be Batal if we apply a concept called Hoser Veneer. It returns, it's Hoser, like Hoser Betshuva Veneer, and it's like it's alive again, it's active again. 
So that would mean that when the second seya of Isser falls into this mixture, it's as if it reawakens the first seya of Isser. And now what you have in here is two seya of Isser plus 200 of regular chulin, and it wouldn't be batal. So the Rambam is explaining the Chiddush in the din of this Mishnah is we don't say choser v'neir. We don't say that the first Isser reawakens and combines with the second, but we only say this when there was a yidiyah. When the person, the owner, or the person watching it, the mashkiach, he realized what happened. So the timeline here is you had 200 say a hetzer, one say of iser falls in, somebody realizes what happens, oy vey, that fell in, but then he looks and he says, oh, Baruch Hashem, there's 200, so that one say of iser is batal in the 200, Baruch Hashem, and then sometime later, Nebuch, another say of Isser falls in, and he says, Oy vey, but then he says, Okay, it's all right, because the first say was already bottle because I realized what happened and that we had enough to be mevatel. So, this is a very chashuv concept in Kashrus, in Yeridea, Choser Veneer. There are discussions if and when it can be applied to actual kitchen Lamaisa issues like Basar Vacholov. It's a whole, whole sugi over there, but Lamaisa, you know, if a single tiny drop of milk falls in the chicken soup, Fine, that's not usser. But if two drops fall in, even if technically you'd have a, you'd have a, you know, sixty times both drops, people get a little, a little worried about that because you know what, what are we doing with a lot of milk falling in the chicken soup? That that stuff shouldn't be happening. But anyway, that's a whole sugi over there, and God willing, we'll get to it when we discuss hulin in a, a few years. It's very exciting Torah, but for now, let's move on to Mishnah Dalid in Orla in the second parak. Kol hamechomitz, anything that makes. Chametz, meaning a leavening item, vehametobel, or it's used as a spice, vehametameya, or it makes a prohibited mixture, betruma. So it's truma that's not bottle, like truma in ninety-nine parts of hulin, uva uh, orla of kileakaram, or an orla and kilaim, usr. That's forbidden. And the Bartner explains the chiddush here is eno orla echad, Even if it would be bottle. But if it's causing chimutz, it's causing leavening, or it's causing a spice, even though it's a tiny amount, lamaisa, a tiny amount of spice in a big cholent could still be tasted, even though lamaisa might be less than a hundred or less than two hundred. So then what we're learning is it's not bottle if you can taste it, and it's not bottle if it causes chimutz, if it's causing the leavening. And there's a similar discussion by starters for cheese, someone using a non-kosher starter for cheese, oh, technically it's bottle because it's less than 60th or it's less than a 200th. Well, it's not bottle if it's the actual thing making the cheese. Mishnah continues, Zubet Shammai Omrim, he has another chiddush, af metame. He says, even if you have this tiny little amount of something, it's not a kibetza. We usually need a kibetza, an egg's volume of food that's tame to spread tuma. But he's saying, even if this leavening agent you know, the, the sourdough, the source of Isa, or the spicing agent, even if it is less than a kabeza, if it's metame, it will spread that tuma to the larger food mixture. He says, food doesn't spread tuma unless it's a kabeza. So if you have this leavening agent, this cheesing agent, if it's tame, it doesn't metame the whole thing, unless it's a kabeza, but if it has an iser on it, then it could technically spread that iser to the rest of the food. Shkoyach good yentiv. And a good kvitzel and a hoshana rabba sameach.